Welcome to Just Ask Rethinking Development Podcast with your hosts, Brian Wilburn, Director of Development at St. Paul's Newman Center, and my co-host, Greg Jeffrey, founder of Catholic Development Group, where we answer your questions about fundraising. And as always, we implore you, plead with you, encourage you to just ask. And we have a great topic today. It's actually Catholic Schools All Grown Up Part 2. And Greg is going to be with us today. And for those who might have missed it, Greg, uh, tell us what, what they kind of missed in part one. Just give us a synopsis. Okay. Well, in part one, I was talking about what I've seen happen to Catholic schools over the last 30 years. And I said that, you know, 30 years ago, Catholic schools kind of looked like army barracks. I mean, they were pretty basic, right? And the, the people that they um, served was a very wide socioeconomic spectrum. And over the course of the years, as the tuition has gone up, the, the demographics of the schools have gone up, and um, we've, we've um, gone upscale. So we've gone upscale both in the appearances of the school. A lot of these Catholic schools are now right. extraordinarily beautiful. And we also have a situation where with tuitions at ten, eleven, twelve, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year, the people that can afford to actually send their children to a Catholic school without any kind of financial aid, mm-hmm. uh, you necessarily have to be rich. Okay. okay. So that was that was that was an observation I was making, just purely an observation I was You're making on Catholic so. schools, right, over the last thirty years. But then I began to ask, but, but then I, I posited the question is the sad thing I'm I'm hearing from administrators is that a lot of parents are now giving pushback to the Catholic element of the school. Oh, they want the degree, all right. They want the prestige of attending this or that Catholic school. They want to be able to tell their friends that little Johnny is at such and such a Catholic school. But that whole Catholic part of the education, you know, that kind of just kind of sometimes, you know, do we really have to be so Catholic? Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, so that was the second part of my talk. The third part is where... I'm going to have to eat a little crow. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what happened. See, I I made I, I made a wrong connection. I began to think that, well, maybe the reason that administrators are getting pushback on the Catholic element of the school is because the demographics have changed and have gone upscale. And well, but think about that. So what I'm saying is, what people with money, you know, are have no are less yeah. Catholic. No, of course not. I mean, we've both solicited many multimillionaire <laughs> Catholics. Yeah. So that's where I'm going to eat some crow. Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 uh, I, I jumped to that conclusion. And what I should have said was, when you take a look at society in general, society in general tends to be less religious. Sure, that's okay. true. Yeah. But where am I going with all of this, yeah, right? Yeah. I've just identified, I've, I've made an observation and I've made a, um, a critique of Catholic schools. But what is the solution? What is the solution so that we can have a Catholic school that is truly Catholic, doesn't apologize for its Catholicity, and still serves whatever demographic chooses to Rich, work with poor, us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I want to speak to today: is is how do you create a Catholic school where the Catholic element isn't something that that parents or others are? Eh, it's not compromised. Ambivalent strong. to yeah. at best, to one where they actually 
embrace it as as along with the academic element of the school, the academic prowess of the school, the ability of the teachers to impart good knowledge, that that Catholic element is also something highly praised and highly treasured. Yeah, I, I think this is a, the million dollar question. So, I mean, so tell us, Greg, how? How do they do it? It's not easy is the, is the short answer, but I think it rests in the ability for the top administrators to give their teachers a genuinely spiritual experience. Now, what do I mean by that? It's been my experience that many, many teachers in Catholic schools, even those that perhaps attended Catholic schools themselves, most of those teachers in Catholic schools are still, pardon me for saying this, functionally illiterate about their faith. They just are. Sure, sure. They, They've had no training. Not really evangelized. Well, they've never been... Evangelized is to hear the good news, right? And to believe the good news. Right. Catechized is to be brought into the mind of the church so that you can help people... Catechetically? Catechetically speaking. Catechesis is about showing the the young convert, the person that is a uh, a young person in the faith. And that could be a 60-year-old person that's young in the faith, right? Sure. It's teaching them what the church teaches and why the church teaches it. It shows them the wisdom of the church. And it's in that wisdom of the church that a person begins to begin, that a person begins to have a deeper appreciation for what it means to be a Catholic school. And so I think if our Catholic schools are going to survive not just as financially, you know, well-heeled and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and and academically successful institutions, but as Catholic institutions, I think we have to find a way to educate the faculty. Yeah. We have to find a way to do two things, to catechize them, to help teachers understand what is what does the church teach and why does the church teach it? And then, but that's the level of the head. That's the level of the head, the knowledge part. But then we must go further. We must, we must delve into the heart of the teacher. There has to be some sort of retreat experience for our faculty where somebody who has a deep personal relationship with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. speaks to them and leads them to the altar, metaphorically speaking, leads them to the altar where God can do his work with them, where God can speak to their soul personally, where they can have the kind of spiritual awakening, for lack of a better word, you know, that I had when I was a, a junior in high school when I, when I went on my first teens encounter Christ, mm-hmm. right? There has to be two things that we give to our faculty, the head knowledge mm-hmm. about what the church teaches and then an actual experience where they get actually face-to-face with the living God. Yeah. No, I mean, it, may, it makes sense. I mean, it's nobody interacts with the students more in the day than the teachers. And if the teachers are not sold out for the mission, if they are not won over, um, and like you say, if they have not come alive with the encounter with God himself, um, how are you going to have the students have that? How are they going to receive it? Exactly. And what saddens me is of all the time and energy that I've put into raising money for Catholic schools. 
And then as I walked down the hall to hear theology teachers say to students, I mean, I sat outside the classroom, you know, and for a few minutes taking a break, and I hear what the teachers are teaching in the classroom, yeah. things that parents don't hear. And the teacher will say, well, this is what the church teaches. But then in the next breath, they say, this is why the church is wrong. And they give a secular yeah, yeah. answer as you to... Can't, can't have that. Yeah, yeah. But, but it happens all the time. It yeah, happens all the so. time. So that's, that's, that's step one, is like just addressing that. That's step one, two, three, four, and five. I mean, I that's, mean that's the whole thing. That's the heart of it. If, if that, if that te- obviously that, that, per, that, that teacher that's teaching religion class, religion you know, f- to sophomores, whatever, the church teaches this, but you know, others say this, that, and the other thing, and that obviously makes makes much more sense. Well, that tells you that person isn't very well educated because if he was well educated, he mm-hmm. would see the wisdom of the church's teaching. Really, yeah. he would. But that doesn't happen because we have people teaching in our Catholic schools who have never been properly catechized. You can't, and you can't blame them. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that are teaching in our Catholic schools today, where did they get their teaching certificate from? A public university. Whatever religious instruction they've gotten over the course of the years probably came happenstance. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, from their education. So let me just wrap it up by saying this is my great hope for Catholic high school administrators is find somebody, someone that can work with your faculty to catechize them, to help them understand what the church teaches and why, and the wisdom, the deep wisdom of 2,000 years that goes into that teaching that is not at odds with reason at all, but is the crowning achievement of reason. Find somebody that can do that and also bring them (coughs) in a very deep, retreat experience face-to-face with an experience of the Holy Spirit, with an experience of God. And if you're looking for somebody, I know several people who have that capacity and that ability. Reach out to me at catholicdevelopment.org. Send us a message, and I'll be happy to put you in touch with somebody.